Another cold night, another late flight. It's almost showtime, and diversity's waiting on me. We gotta pack us. The crowd is calling out. They want the beat to drop, but what we really need is you. If you wanna steal my show, I'll sit back and watch you go. The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the 
vote. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a vote rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the top is an educational video from Bradley. Um... Uh, he didn't get to get on yesterday. He was really busy. He didn't get to get on the radio. So you can check that out up until three this afternoon, which I assume he's going to be on this afternoon. We'll see. And uh, right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got. Look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right hand corner. Click on that. Join us in the chat on Rumble. We got a lot of friends over there. This Good to see you guys this morning. Good morning. And uh, we are streaming live to Rumble as well. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Um, please subscribe to the channel while you're over there. Also, if you wouldn't mind, go down just a little bit right above the description area and uh, you're going to see where you can join our locals page. Okay. Uh, that gives you, if you, if you don't follow everything, you don't want another email in your inbox or something like that, but you're on locals, uh, you can join us over there. Our articles are posted there every day too. So, uh, you can, you can pick up on that as well. We're also streaming live to BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page over there. And we appreciate Michael Roach and his uh, uh, team giving us a spot over there uh, because they got a lot of people that come to that side. And so we're we're grateful that the Lord's opened up an uh, opportunity for us um, to put the show, both the morning and the afternoon, on Before It's News, top of the page over there. Uh, right up under where we're streaming live, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Please do that. That gives you all of the articles for the day if you want them. And one quick thing that goes out in the inbox in the evening, every weekday and on the weekends. And then uh, if you want our ministry email, you want to know what's going on with the Sons of Liberty, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for that right on the front page. That goes out once a week on Saturdays. And you'll see exactly what we've been involved in, what we are doing, and what we're going to be, what we're going to be doing, depending on <laughs> what week we're in as to what we're going to do there. Okay. All right. Now, this morning, I came across... Uh, video we put out the article yesterday on it, and uh, I found it very interesting. Uh, the title of the article is "Video, excuse me, Texas Video Captures Military Style Camps for Illegal Aliens, Illegal Alien Males of mil Military Age." Is this a setup for an invasion? And you know, I got to tell you, in all of this, I I hear the echoes of what went on in England when Charles I tried to bring in the Roman Catholics from Ireland to invade his own country. Remember, Charles was sworn to be a Protestant, and um, he was opposed to Rome. And what happened? Well, he marries a Roman Catholic wife, right? And then he brings in, he starts conspiring. Yep, conspiracies are real. He starts conspiring to bring in these foreigners, these Irish, into England who are Roman Catholic, to bring them in to subdue the people so he can remain king. And this is why Cromwell and the Parliament and, and members of that and the men there in England stood against him and fought against him. They didn't just stand against him, they fought against him. And they got him and they called him to repentance because the king was supposed to, to uphold the law. We, you know, we had Anne and a Kate on one Saturday and we went back through England going back, I don't know how far it was, 15, 14, 1600, somewhere in there. And uh, we saw the, the oath that the queen was supposed to give. I think Charles 
you know, has given that as well, where he's supposed to uphold the laws of God. And they don't do that. They oppose the laws of God at every turn. And no, the, the King Charles I was no different. And so they called him to repentance. They said, you know, if you'll repent, you know, we'll let you keep your throne and everything, but you're going to have to repent and do what's right. And he just wouldn't do it. And so they finally had to end up cutting off his head. Now, we've had illegals, illegal aliens streaming in for a long time. And I'm going to tell you, the best way to stop that is not with a wall. It really isn't. It isn't with a wall. It isn't with all of the things that men think about. Putting troops on the border. You know how you, how you do it? You stop giving them money. You stop giving them food. You stop putting them up in the hotels. You stop giving them medical care. You stop doing all this stuff that's costing the American people to take care of them. And you want to, if you want to know the truth, if you want to deal with those in the society uh, that are, for lack of a better term, mooching off the system there, you stop doing it to them too. What does the scripture say? If a man doesn't work, he should not eat. Let alone get a five-star hotel, cable, internet, all the booze they can drink, all the food they can. I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of these pictures. I don't have the one that I'm thinking of now, but there was an article just showing one of the apartments that some of these immigrants are going into. Dude, they got like brand new computers, big gaming computers. And you can tell they've been gaming because they got all the gaming equipment there. They got beer cans everywhere, liquor bottles everywhere, pizza boxes going everywhere. They live like they're in a landfill, but they're living high off the hog, off the expense of the people of America. You cut that out, you don't have to worry. You'll save the money, number one. You don't have to worry about building walls and stuff like this. When they come to the border, they, you say, do you got your own stuff to take care of yourself? Because we ain't taking care of you. Oh, well, Tim, that's mean. Look at these people who are coming. Do they... Do, most of them don't have dirty clothes on. They're not living in rags. They got brand new shoes, brand new hats, brand new clothes. They got the latest iPhones or whatever they're carrying with them. No, no, somebody's funding this invasion. And it is an invasion. Make no difference. Make no, make no doubt about it. This is an invasion. I've never seen anything like, like what's went on in the past uh, since Obama with illegals crossing the border. And that's just on the southern border. That's We're not talking about the people who come in and land their boats in Miami and run into the city and disappear, or you know, people coming across the northern border or coming in through the Pacific border, any of that, or the Atlantic border for that matter. We're not seeing any of that. We're just seeing what's coming across on the southern border. So what I thought I would do is kind of recount some of these things. And for those who will say, oh, the Bible is not any good. You're, you're believing in your sky genie and blah, blah, blah. And they want to mock God and this, that, and the other. Let me tell you something. The Bible's very clear about how God deals with nations. He dealt with his covenant nation, Israel, in the same manner that you see him dealing with the United States. In fact, in the same manner you see him dealing with the West in general, what used to be called Christendom. And I want to take you back to a familiar passage. And I just want you to read this. And then we're going to go through the, I want to show you a couple of videos, specifically this one out of Texas that this lady took and what they're doing there. This comes from Deuteronomy 28, once again, and beginning at verse 45, and we'll read a few verses here. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded thee. Right there in the heart is what we talked about earlier this week. Politics and religion go hand in hand. They just do. They go hand in hand. Because every society is a theocracy. I know some people don't like that, but whoever the God of that society is, if it's man, they're going to make the law. If it's God, it's going to be his law that's going to be upheld. If it's in Islam then it's going to be the Sharia, the Quran, the Hadith. That's what's going to determine the law. Whatever, whatever it is, that person will be the God of that society or the lawgiver of that society. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder and upon thy seed forever, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. 
boy, if anybody in the world had a reason to give God glory and to rejoice in him and be thankful, it's the people of the United States. There's no question about that. There are other lands, every land, in fact, should be giving glory and thanksgiving unto God. They really should. But America, probably above all nations, with, with how we've been blessed, now our blessings are turning into cursings, but how we've been blessed in the past, boy, we should be giving glory to God for that. Do we do that? Not on the whole. We, we tend to give the middle finger to God. 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand, a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the youth or to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind, or flocks of thy sheep until he have destroyed thee. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates until thy high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trustedest. You get that, guys? You guys wanting to build walls? What does God say he's going to do? He's going to tear them down. Because you're trusting in them and not in the Lord throughout all thy land, and he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and of the daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege and in the straightness wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee. And of course, this happened in 70 AD, just like God said it would. We, we've read some of these passages when we were going through Matthew 24, especially. We read what was going on. But he talks about foreign Entities, foreign armies coming to take them. He did that with Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian army. He brought them in and he, he took the people captive for 70 years because they wouldn't keep his Sabbaths. And in the first century, they killed the Son of God. They had killed all the prophets sent to them. Now they killed the Son of God. And Jesus says, no more. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. And this generation is going to see it happen. And they did. They did see it happen. They did see the destruction of Jerusalem and the siege thereof, and it came from the Romans. Just like God said it would, it would come from a foreign entity, it was going to be among their own people, it was going to be a foreigner. Now this is a lady, uh, this is the video that I came across, this is a lady, um, I believe her name is, at least this is what I put up, because I pulled it off of here, Christy Hutcherson, Christy Hutcherson. And she's a part of what's known as Women Fighting for America. This is uh, their website. If you're interested in checking it out, it's WFFA.win. WFrankFrankA.win. Okay. W-I-N. Like window, but win at the first. WFFA.win. And uh, there was, she, she covers a lot of stuff here. Um, I think she's from Florida, if I understood correctly. And uh, she goes, she's been going to the border. She's been showing what's going on. I mean, we may reach out and see if she wants to come on the show, but you can see some of uh, her interviews and some of the reports that she's given here. And so uh, this particular video I came across yesterday, somebody sent me this on Facebook and I checked it out and uh, it was pretty good as far as what she was showing. And what they've done here is in, I think it's Eagle Pass, Texas, they have set up a a uh, military style camp here for illegal aliens and apparently you know look i've seen some women and some children come over too I i've seen that too and when i worked in construction just just you know just so you understand something when i worked in construction i worked around a lot of latin people they came from all over it wasn't just mexico uh they came from all over central america and even some of them from South America. And um, most of them that I worked around were very pleasant people to work around. They were good hard workers. Uh, they weren't slacking off or anything like that. They, you know, they were pretty cool people. I never saw them get in trouble or anything like that. 
But I have no doubt that there was probably some illegal aliens among them. I just have no doubt that there probably were some. And, um, but, you know, they come in and they, they do with their thing. And then some of them I would talk to and I would say, okay, so, so how long have you been over here? And they would tell me how long they've been there. And I'd say, well, you know, do you have family? And, yeah, I have family. My wife and kids are still back in Honduras or uh, Guatemala or down in Mexico or wherever. And um, I'm planning on bringing them back up, back uh, or up here in about six months or something. I just have to get. So this is why the guys would, you know, cram into one apartment. They're trying to save money or they're all crammed in one car. They're trying to save money because they want to bring their families over here. There are those people. Okay. Not all of them are out to do you harm. Nevertheless, nevertheless, we're seeing a lot of these able-bodied young men coming in groups, well-dressed, all of this stuff, very fit. And they're coming in. This is the video here. And if you're listening by way of the radio, uh, you'll hear what the lady's describing. And if you want to check it out, sonsoflibertymedia.com, beforeitsnews.com, or you can jump on Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. But I'm going to play this, and then I've got some other things I want to kind of add on to this in case people have forgotten about other invasions that have been taking place. This is um, a Christy Hutcherson, again, from Women Fighting for America, and she's down in Texas. And this first part you'll hear, there is what appears to be a guard trying to tell her and her driver that they need to move uh, because apparently this is a military installation, blah, 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 blah. Here it goes. You just changed that. Yeah, you just said nothing. You just contradict. Can I ask you to leave? Right. If it's public, okay. it's That's public okay. land. That's okay. Thank you. Hey, guys, I'm live. This is Chrissy Hutcherson, live on the border. Um, this is what they don't want us to, to show you. Um, guys, this is serious stuff. This is an exposed military camp. I want you to see this. Um, we're on, again, public access, public road. They just now came, threatened us, want us to leave. They're going to go get uh, military or police to tell us to leave. I want you to look at this facility in America. This is a illegal military-style camp right here in Eagle Pass, Texas. They will not let us go any further. They're going to go get more uh, police or military to try to tell us to leave because America, Biden's administration, Texas, they do not want you to know that this is what's going on in America. Okay, now let me pause just a second because she did say it's an illegal installation. That's exactly right. The military and the feds are not to occupy any land unless the state legislature has voted to sell it to them or give it to them, and it's to be used for specific purposes, among which would be like a, a fort or a port or uh, some things like that. But she's exactly right. I don't know that the state of Texas has given this land, the state legislature has voted to give this land to the military in order to set up an installation like that. Just want to make that point. This camp is a military-style camp. This is where they're bringing and housing all of your illegals. Single adult, young males. This is a fortified facility. There is tons of cars, camps in here. Look at these tents. And if you think that this isn't an invasion, that we don't have a serious problem in America right now, Americans, you better wake up because nobody's filming this. Nobody's showing you this. Women Fighting for America is on the front lines showing you the truth, exposing the truth, showing you what's really going on. They only want you to see what they want you to see. This is a problem in America. They only want you to see what they want you to see. Propaganda. All of the news facilities. When their cameras are going, their drones are showing. This is what they don't want you to really see. We're going to take you and show you the military-style camps that they're bringing illegals to in our own country in the United States of America. So we're going to have this film live and hear what they have to say. Yeah, so um, we just made a phone call and this is all um, not private property. And this is um, legally we're allowed to be here. We're, we're, we're staying back. Yeah, so I'll move over here and he's got my back. There's nobody here right now. I understand you're doing your job, but we're legally allowed to be here. Um, and we're legally allowed to show 
what's going on and how the taxpayers of America are funding all of this and, and from all of this. Thank you so much. America, this is what they don't want you to see. They're hiding, they're being sneaky in here in America. This is funded by you, the American taxpayer. I want you to look at the bob wire. I want you to look at the fencing. Border Patrol is literally bringing in busloads of single young adult males into these facilities and housing them in these big tents, private tents where you can't see what's going on in reality inside, all paid for by the taxpayer funded dollars. America, this is an invasion. Um, you need to share this message. This is going to be taken down, I 100%, I promise you. Uh, follow us on Rumble. Uh, YouTube has shut us down. Facebook is going to shut this down. You need to go over to Rumble. Follow us on WFFA.win, WFFA.win. I'm going to be exposing this all week long. You hear yourself. They get hostile with you. I'm an illegal American citizen. I'm illegally allowed to be here in this spot. They get hostile with you. They threaten you. And this should not be tolerated. Congress, let me tell you, you need to show up and you need to speak up. Ted Cruz, you're, you're a senator here in Texas. You need to be here. You need to be touring these facilities. You need to bring the news media in and you need to find out answers of what's going on. This is one of many facilities, military style facilities we've uncovered all along the Southern border. We have them on the Northern border as well. They're also in the interior of the United States of America. We have brought you those in Michigan, in Idaho, in Oregon. They're all over the country, America. Wake up, stand up. You better speak up. We're being taken over. This is systematic and well, well orchestrated, well orchestrated. And when you ask questions, you just saw what happens. You're not allowed to ask questions. You're not supposed to film. You're not supposed to show what's really going on in the United States by these policies, by Biden, by this invasion into our country and our sovereign land. I'm going to turn the camera around again. I'm going to show you this facility. All right. And she's uh, panning around and for those on the radio to show them what they've constructed here. Uh, the video is a little bit grainy. Um, I'm surprised. I mean, she must have a, one of these Samsungs like I do. <laughs> Because if you got an iPhone, they have clear pictures, real clear. You've got stage military vehicles. You've got a sign. It says to have your ID and your your paperwork out. So those guards right there in that tent, they only allow people through here who have who can have access via um, credentials. So, folks, you think that this is an invasion? That they're not building up a huge influx? of young adult males into the interior of the United States. You've been sleeping under a rock. I'm showing it firsthand right now. This is a camp. Uh, we, we got this location by some really brave police officers, whistleblowers who wanted us to come to this facility to see what's really going on. They told us this is one of numerous facilities that are military style illegal camps that they're bringing these single young adult males to. It's like a prison. Yep. It's like a prison. These gates are locked, sealed, open, closed. See how they're opening and closing them? Bob wire around the top. What's taking place in here with the illegals? What's taking place with the young adult males in the thousands who are being brought in to this facility? And by the way, this used to be a uh, old old style military base and they turned it into housing young adult illegal males that they're bringing in every day by the busload border patrol you'll see them coming in and out you'll see dps coming in and out in this facility right here behind me america this is an invasion on mass a mass scale this is a trojan horse and if you don't speak up and stand up our country's lost if you could please help me to be on the front lines. Um, it, it costs me money to be out here. I pay for this mostly out of my own pocket. But if you partner with us, you become a partner of Women Fighting for America. A dollar a day is all we're asking. Go to WFFA.win, WFFA.win. Donate, text fight to 91776. You see that camp behind me? That's where they're bringing these young single adult males of fighting age. Highly 
lockdown facility. It looks like a prison. You can't see what, what they're doing inside. If they didn't have anything to hide, why are they being so belligerent? Why are they trying to keep us out? Why do they not want us to film this? These are questions the American people deserve answers to. And we're not getting those answers. We're being bullied. We're being told we're going to call the police. We're going to call uh, 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 the National Guard to move you and remove you from this place. I'm allowed to legally be here. And I will stand my ground. And I will fight for you. I will fight for truth for the American people because that's what Women Fighting for America does. We're on the front lines every day for you, the American people. Please share this message. We, this will be shut down. Follow us on Rumble. Go to Women Fighting for America's okay. homepage. All right. So you get the idea. You get what she's showing. And I and I do think, you know, some of these people who are doing this, they're leaving their their homes. I think, again, she's from Florida. They, they do have expenses. And um, so, you know, if you believe that's worth that to support her, I'd encourage you to support her. If that's what you, you know, if you're if you feel like you're getting the truth there, raw, uncut, unedited. Uh, not by the Mockingbird media, but by somebody who actually cares about what's going on, then yeah, go over there and support uh, a Christie and her gang. I think that's a good thing. If you, I mean, I, I hear people all the time saying, oh, you know, we ought to get everything for free. Do you go to work for free? Is that what you do? Do you work for free? No, you don't. Now, you may do something out of the kindness of your heart to help people, but but your everyday employment so that you can provide for your family. You don't do that for free. Other people can't do it either. Now, this isn't the only place uh, that this is kind of taken, that this is taken. For, for years, this has been going on in America with uh, <clears throat> many of the jihadis, by the way. Uh, do you guys remember, somebody was making mention of, uh, of you know training these guys for false flags and all these other kinds of things in the chat they were making mention of that do you guys remember what happened in new mexico a couple of years ago you remember that guy the um uh he was he was going to he was um i forget who he was tied to his father i think was tied to somebody in like obama or somebody in politics or something like that anyway uh, they rescued, they, it was said that there were 11 children that were rescued from a compound in New Mexico. And they were taking these children and they were indoctrinating them and training them to use weapons. And then they were going to send them into American schools to kill American school children. That's what they're going to do. And when the FBI got in there, what did they do? Well, they came in there with their bulldozers and everything else and basically destroyed all the evidence, tore it down, what they were setting up. Do you think the FBI was behind some of that? Yep, I do too. Probably the CIA had, had a hand in it as well. And all that was going on. I think this was under, uh, I think this happened, I think this happened when Donald Trump was in office, actually, but they were already doing it long before he was in there. So they were doing these things, but there are a number of jihadi camps that are set up all over America. In fact, one of them exists in the county that I live here in here in South Carolina. It's been here since the 1980s. They've set up an entire little town, if you will, like a gated kind of community. I'm not talking about something elegant and stuff like that, that, that you think of a gated community, but it's gated, it's guarded. And then the residents around where that is used to talk about hearing them shooting their guns out, which is not unusual in our neck of the woods. We hear guns going off all the time. Uh, not committing crimes, but people practicing. So even that goes on here in the county that I'm in. But this is a report out about some other training camps. This came off of Fox News. Uh, this was um, Sean Hannity several years ago. And I want you to listen to this one as well. The group is responsible for over 50 attacks on U.S. soil and has over 35 compounds right here in our very own nation. Now, a new investigation by the Christian Action Network has uncovered some disturbing information about the spread of homegrown terrorists and what they mean for America. 
It's a frightening thought. Islamic terrorist training camps right here in America in our backyards. The group Muslims of America, or Jamaat al-Fruqa, as they're called in Pakistan, have established over 35 communities across the U.S. The group claims to be peaceful, but a videotape uncovered by the Christian Action Network shows that they can have a much more sinister side. The video called The Soldiers of Allah features Sheikh Mubarak Ali Ghanali, the mastermind and the leader of the group here in the U.S. We are establishing training camps. Who can reach us? You know, at uh, University offices in upstate New York, or in Canada, or in Michigan, or in South Carolina, or in Pakistan, wherever we are, you can reach us. The tape goes on to teach Galani's American followers tactics in guerrilla warfare including scaling mountains, subduing enemies, murdering guards, hijacking cars, kidnapping, weapons training, and setting off explosives. Galani is a Pakistani national best known for allegedly setting up journalist Daniel Pearl in 2002. Pearl was on the way to meet with him when he was abducted and eventually gruesomely beheaded. Armed with the, quote, Soldier of Allah training video and a history of Galani's terrorist rhetoric, Investigators went to several of the compounds to confront his followers. You are a liar and you're a liar. Don't say another word. Understand? They were met with denial, hostility, and in some cases even violence. Clearly looks like either knife holes or bullet holes. And the question remains, why have these communities been left to flourish here in the U.S.? And is it only a matter of time before this anger spills on over into a violent incident? And Mark Moyer now joins us. 35 facilities in the U.S. Tell me this. Tell me this is not true. And how does this continue to exist? Well, there's 35 compounds, villages, communities that Sheikh Jalani has inside the United States. They range anywhere from the east coast of York, South Carolina, to the west coast, Seattle, Washington, Hancock, New York, down to Texas. Knowing the extremism that you're talking about, that he advocates here, and this, this is not in dispute, correct? No, it's not in dispute. That, then why would the United States government allow these facilities to stay open? Well, we spent two and a half years investigating this group. And during that time, we interviewed law enforcement about why these groups, why these facilities are allowed to exist in the United States. We got a host of reasons. But the number one reason is they are protected by the U.S. Constitution and they are protected by state constitutions in the United States. Really, law enforcement hands are tied in trying to shut these groups down. Right. I, I want you to explain to our audience here, because you're describing this particular man, his involvement, you say, in the, in the Daniel Pearl, you know, beheading. Um, how certain are you that every one of those compounds shares the radical views? We went to seven of these compounds. We had the Soldiers of Allah videotape, which your viewers just watched. And we said, we're going to set out on a mission. We're going to visit the seven compounds we were aware of and ask their leaders to watch this tape, either accept or reject Sheikh Jalani's call to be an Islamic rule of warfare training camp. None of them rejected that tape. How is he connected specifically to each and every compound? Well, each and every compound is owned by a group called Muslims of America. Muslims of America in the United States is their American name for a group based in Pakistan called Jamaat al-Fruqa. Which is the one that he is... And these are his words, and this is what his advocacy is. So in other words, let me guess, and you tell me if I'm wrong here, so that when you went to these seven compounds of the 35, if, you were to, if they were to condemn the statements of him, that would mean to them what? For, well, for them what? Actually, none of them would condemn him. These people believe Sheikh Jalani is a direct descendant of the Prophet Muhammad, that he speaks for the Prophet Muhammad. They file, follow him with utmost loyalty. They believe basically he is speaking for the word of Allah. They will not condemn him. They will not criticize him. That's what we learned. As a matter of fact, in one camp in Jessup, Georgia, one of the leaders watched the Soldiers of Allah videotape and said, what's wrong with Sheikh Jalani setting up paramilitary training camps inside the United States. I encourage your viewers to watch this tape, just see what happens. Do you think, do you think Jelani's facilities in the U.S. are planning attacks on American cities? And, and ha it's almost unimaginable in a, in a post 9-11 world that that could exist. You're saying you think that they're planning, plotting, scheming the next attack against the American Americans. Not only do I believe that, not only will people watch this documentary believe that, but even the law enforcement officials that we have spoken with, not the ones based in Washington, D.C., but the field officers, they believe that. We've had law enforcement tell us they have 
weapons of mass destruction that they... What, no, what, what kind of weapons of mass destruction? Well, in some cases, I can't uh, even tell you, Sean, because the confidential information that was given to me by these particular law enforcement officials... So you're saying, without, without a doubt, you could look at these cameras tonight and tell the American people that there are terrorist training camps on our soil, we're not doing anything about it, and they're planning, and they will hit America. I would say, without a doubt... Al-Qaeda would love to have such compounds that range from 25 acres to 300 acres sitting on American soil right. in order to hide terrorists, hide weapons, and train future jihadists for the United States. It's shocking. Oh, Mr. Moore, I, it's shocking. Thank you for being with us. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Okay. All right. That's the, that's the Hannity recount of that. There was also an Anderson Cooper uh, deal. And look, I, I know these guys are controlled ops. I, I get it. I get it. But the, the reality of what's going on there is, I mean, it's very real. That's a very real thing. Um, and it's being allowed to go on. And I can tell you, I had a lady, she contacted me, I don't know, maybe like 2013 or 14, wanted to see if I would read her book. Uh, it was called Under the Watchful Eye. And um, her last name was Robertson. She was a a young lady who had been raised Christian, uh, but somehow in Missouri, she ran into a guy who was an Iraqi, told her that his uncle had brought him and his brothers over, his cousins or somebody, and they were in the country legally and this, that, and the other, and uh, he schmoozed her, got married, they had three kids, and um, about 12 years into the marriage, she discovered some papers he had been hiding from her. He was, he was there illegally. He was doing all kinds of things he shouldn't have been doing. Uh, he immediately turned on her, put a gun to her head, um, threatened to take the kids. They found out he was a sodomite, all this other kind of stuff. And um, <clears throat> she was talking about his ties with defense contractors. He actually worked for, I think it was Lockheed Martin. And at the time, she had gotten his last pay stub because she was trying to get child support. He wouldn't pay his child support. They had they'd caught him and three other guys doing more than 100 miles an hour down a Texas highway uh, following 9-11. He was put into prison uh, for being in the country illegally for like nine months. And DHS said that when he got out, they were going to be deporting him back to Iraq. Did they do that? Nope. He went and got a job with a defense contractor. Top security clearance. Doesn't sound like very much Homeland Security, does it? No, this doesn't sound like it either. Um, there's there's more here. I mean, I can I got plenty of videos to demonstrate what they're doing. Let me play just a little bit of this one. This one is in. You heard the guy talking about um, uh, up in New York and the um, the Islamic uh, camp up there. This is a little bit from that. This is from Islamburg, New York, and uh, here's how they're training their women. Pretty sure they're not having to wear the burqas in this, are they? They wouldn't make very good fighters there, I guess. But maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe that is what they got on. I would think you'd put them in some some kind of pants or something. Anyway, uh, this is a lot. I'm just going to skip through this so some of you guys can see what they're doing. You guys on the radio, obviously they're doing their their marching going on through here. And this is just some raw footage of what's going on. Now they're being trained to use the bayonet and also to respond to those who would try to use it against them. They're teaching techniques about disarmament. I'm, I'm thinking this lady is probably glad that she doesn't have Alec Baldwin behind her holding this, uh, holding this gun. Because she might be in big trouble if she was. Some of the video quality is pretty bad. I don't know when this was shot. It was probably shot years ago, according to the quality. Probably like on a VHS tape or something. It was really bad. Anyway, you get the idea. You get the idea of what's going on. This is going on in literally our backyards. And it's been going on for some time. Like I said, the one here in South Carolina has been down here since the 80s. Now, we haven't had any problem with the people. We haven't had any problem with them doing things that they shouldn't be doing. That doesn't mean that they're not planning for it, being used for it, handled for it. 
And we know our FBI is really good about that. Do you guys remember what happened down in Garland, Texas? Several years ago when uh, Pamela Geller had her, you know, Muhammad cartoon contest down there. And they had the two guys who drove all the way from Arizona. These jihadis drove all the way in. Who gave them the green light for that? The FBI. Same FBI that wouldn't protect uh, her. Wouldn't even let her know that there was a threat to behead her. Same FBI. And I have to ask the question. Why do we still have the FBI? What is that? Oh, that's because the American people won't say, no, 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 we didn't authorize that. They like the FBI in some sense. They've been conditioned to appreciate and to hold on to the FBI because it's sort of an American tradition now. Kind of like the CIA, the NSA, all these other things. They're just fine with having them on there. Oh, that's an honorable thing. No, it's not. It's unconstitutional. If it's unconstitutional, that means it's lawless. It's a gang of thugs. And if you're involved in it, you need to get out. Why? Because it's lawless. Would you be, listen, would you go and join the local gang, the Creps, the Bloods, whatever they, whatever they want to call themselves? Would you go join those guys? Well, no, they're lawless. They're doing this. Well, why would you do this? It's like the guys who showed up uh, and were testifying in Congress. You remember the FBI's guys? They had all the stuff done to them. And they were going, oh, what was us? We, we just wanted to speak out. And they're doing this to us and our families and blah, blah, blah. You know, I feel sorry for you guys. But how many of you guys were doing it to other families? How many of those guys that you watched on television were doing things they shouldn't have been doing to other families here in America, their own fellow countrymen? They've been there for years. There's no doubt in my mind they were doing things that they probably shouldn't have been doing. You know, the old saying, what goes around comes around, or God sees all things, and he'll bring them to the light. That's the issue. So the question then is, well, America, where are we at? I started the show off talking about Deuteronomy 28, and we went over that many, many times. We read several passages of Scripture from there this morning. In verse 63, it says, And it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice. Don't lose that. So the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught, and ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. Just as the Lord took and he rejoiced in blessing Israel and they gave him glory for it, when they stopped doing that and they followed after other gods and they did all the violations of his law and forgot his statutes and his judgments, he said he'll rejoice to destroy them. And God's not changed the way he deals with nations. He's just not done that. He's bringing it upon us as well. And the obvious question is, are we going to sit here and are we going to listen to what God says? Or are we going to keep going on with ourselves, doing what we're doing? You know, our sins are piling up to heaven. They really are. Millions of babies that have been murdered, million, millions of adults that have been murdered, no justice brought to bear. The violation of God's laws going on in the halls of government, in our own homes, in our schools, out in the streets. And we're still of the mindset, God bless America. No, nah, he's not blessing us unless he's going to bless us with repentance. Something we desperately need. It's very true. We, we need that. Let me share with you this little bit here. Uh, the part of the video that I had, uh, we put out back in, uh, when was this? This was 2015 uh, that we had this. And this came from the Clarion Project. Um, spoke with a guy one time who set that up. I want to say his name was Steve or Stephen, um, who, who had set that up. But here's what they wrote concerning this, this training 
all right, these different villages and the training of these women and, and others. Here's what their report said. The organization says it has a network of 22 villages around uh, the U.S. And um, again, this is put out by this Sheikh Mubarak Ali Gelani, this Pakistani cleric that you heard in the video before. Um, but Clarion Project says his organization has networks of 22 villages around the U.S. with Islamburg as its main headquarters in New York. Clarion Project obtained secret MOA footage showing female members receiving paramilitary training at Islamburg. It was featured on the Kelly File on Fox News channel in October. And then a second MOA tape released by Clarion shows its spokesman declaring the U.S. to be a Muslim-majority country. I, I don't even begin to get that. He goes on and he says a 2007 FBI record states that MOA members have been involved in at least 10 murders, one disappearance, three firebombings, one attempted firebombing, two explosive bombings, and one attempted bombing. It states, quote, the document propensity for violence by this organization supports the belief the leadership of the MOA extols membership to pursue a policy of jihad or holy war against individuals or groups it considers enemies of Islam, which include the U.S. government. Members of the MOA are encouraged to travel to Pakistan to receive religious and military terrorist training from Sheikh Gilani. The document also says that, quote, the MOA is now an autonomous organization which possesses an infrastructure capable of planning and mounting terrorist campaigns overseas and within the U.S. Other FBI reports describe the MOA in similar ways, with a 2003 file stating, investigation of the Muslims of the Americas is based on specific and articulate facts, giving justification to believe they are engaged in international terrorism, end quote. MOA members believe the holiest Islamic site in the country is located at their Islamville commune in South Carolina, right here down the road from me. Other MOA entities include the International Quran, uh, Quranic Open University, United Muslim Christian Forum, Islamic Post, Muslim Veterans of America, and American Muslim Medical Relief Team. Now, this one, again, that's when I say it's down the road, it's not like, you know, I can just go out there and walk to it. You got you to gotta drive to it. it. It's a ways from me, but it is in the county that I live in. And I remember there was a guy uh, years ago, I think they still have it. It's, it's called Outdoor World down here in York. And uh, he ran the he ran part of the security, built uh, ARs there, um, sold guns and outdoor equipment, stuff like that at his store. But he would run the security there for the nuclear power plant, which is within eyeshot of Islamville here in York, South Carolina. And uh, one of the interesting things is, as he told me, he says, we have eyes on that place. All day, all night. That's what they keep an eye on in their security. So they take it very, very seriously. But think about this with Texas. What I showed you in Texas was, um, you know, a small thing too. As I put in this report, again, this was 2015. An Islam Islamic commune in Ma Mahmoudburg, Texas has been around since the early 1980s, and one member of the group was shot and killed in a reported accident as one member returned fire to what they claim were people harassing them. Several members have also used false aliases, social security numbers, and birth certificates, according to two FBI documents from 1992. So here again, when we're talking about all over the country, when we're talking about these borders, uh, states, and all of this coming in, and somebody rightly asked in the chat, what is Governor Abbott doing about this? Well, he's doing nothing. He's going along with it. If the guy had any mail parts, what he would do was tell the feds to get out. He would run them off this, this piece of land that they're not even supposed to be on right now. And he would call for a constitutional state militia to come out there and stop the people from crossing the border. I mean, if that's, if that's what he really believes. If he really believes this is a problem for the people, they'd put a stop to it, wouldn't they? And so now you understand why I say the men of the community are going to have to start getting together. You're going to have to start being best friends. You're going to have to start discipling one another. 
sharing information with one another and training with one another. Just the way they're training these women, just the way they're training these men, these young boys. You're going to have to train like that too. Why? Because that's what you're going to have to face. That's what you're going to have to face. And I do believe tacticalcivics.com has a plan. You can read it. It's not like the QAnon sense stuff where you don't know what the plan is. You just get behind it and eat your popcorn and watch a movie. No, no, no. This is a reality show, okay? Except it's not scripted. It's reality. And we're going to have to start getting our men together, encouraging one another, and training together with one another, and seeking solutions to what we're seeing coming on us. You say, well, didn't you say this was God doing it? Yep, I, look, God's kept what he's done. A big part of that coming together should be about repentance. There should be a lot of time spent in prayer, repenting before the Lord, not only for ourselves, but even as Job. Remember Job? He sacrificed even for his children, and he prayed for them, lest they have sinned. Let me ask you something, dads. When's the last time you prayed prayer like that? When's the last time you spent some serious time confessing sin, turning from it, confessing the sins of your people, even as Daniel did in chapter 9? And then get up and do something. You know, there's a time, if you read where... The prophet got up and he read the book of the law to the people all day long. And they stood there. They didn't sit down. They stood there. They even brought the nursing babies with them. And as he read the law of God, they were cut to their hearts and they were broken and they were repentant. And then he comes around and he goes, all right, you got enough. You, you've had enough crying. You've had enough brokenness. Get up. There's time for rejoicing. Except in this case, we rejoice that God has forgiven us of our sin. But we also go and put the faith that we have in shoe leather, as the old preacher used to say, and we go and do. We start doing. And some people will want to get just in on the training, which we need that training. We need to learn how to function as the ecclesia. The militant ecclesia at that, in defense. We also need to learn how to win our enemies. Bloodlessly, hopefully. And that is with the true gospel. That is a gospel that doesn't leave off sin, doesn't leave off a call to repentance, doesn't leave out pointing where they where violations of the law of God have gone. It doesn't allow for excuses to say it was okay if I violated law because of this situation or because of that situation. No, that's not what that's not what's going on. And we have to call men to repent and to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, to keep God's commands, his statutes, and his judgments. We've been derelict of duty. Yours truly included for many years. It's time that we don't be derelict of duty anymore, that we not find ourselves AWOL. Our future and the future of our children and their children is dependent on it. And that's not even counting the whole stuff they're trying to roll out here with CBDCs to control our food intake, what we can buy whether we are be, be able to travel or anything else without using that stuff. They're bringing a perfect storm against us, except it's really the Lord doing it because his people have forgotten him and they've departed wickedly from him. They have. It's time for the people of God to repent before the Lord, to seek his face, and to seek him heal our land. But we got to do our part in that. We got to do our part in that. Guys, have a great day. Bradley will be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And Lord willing, I'm going to be back with you in the morning, bright and early. 8 o'clock tomorrow, 8 o'clock on Saturday, Kate Shemarani will be with us. I think we're going to pick up from what we started last week with epigenetics, but she may have something else. Otherwise, we'll see you in the morning, 8 a.m., Lord willing. Adios.